0: Thanks to Wendigo Tea for their support. They're keeping each episode steeped in mystery and value. WendigoTea.com. Your daily game plan for success. It's Saks in the morning. morning. Steve Saks. <laughs> Steve Saxer here with Sachs in the Morning, and today is Tuesday, the 28th of March and opening day again, just two days away on Thursday, the 30th. We're going to have Baseball starting up, and it's for all the marbles. Before I came into the uh, the studio and started talking about, you know, this season, by the way, we're going to talk about the National League today. As we talked about the American League yesterday, I grabbed me a bit of Wendigo tea. I went to WendigoTea.com when I first got my orders and <laughs> looked up the descriptions of one of my favorite teas, the Jackalope Antler White Tea. Can you believe that? Have you ever had that before? Jackalope Antler White Tea. That's what I had. Delicious tea. And you got to go to their website and check out the way that they describe the tea check this one out my antlers taste of fresh cookie dough vanilla honey and fresh green veggies my aroma is fresh spring flowers grass and apricot so you deserve a hero you deserve jackalope that's a description of the jackalope antler white tea so go there wendigotea.com Don't forget to put in S A X in the promo code, S-A-X, and save 15% on your order. And remember, if you go to sacksinthemorning.com, you'll see the tab for Wendigo tea as well right there on the website. Okay, so while we're talking about National League today, the National League East, I think if you look at number one, the Atlanta Braves, one of the best three, the top three teams in all of baseball, I mean, these guys have got... So many good players on their team. They signed a lot of guys to long-term deals. They got one of the best rotations and bullpen necessary to dominate in October. So it's good news for them. And the roster has plenty of experience as well. You got you throw Matt Olson in there, Austin Riley, Michael Harris a second, Sean Murphy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is going to be a stacked team again, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the World Series. That's okay, but let's talk about the fun team. Let's talk about the other team that's right on their heels And that's the New York Mets. Yeah, the Mets are one of these teams that are so much fun to talk about because they're like a soap opera. I mean, starting from their owner, Steve Cohen, one of the richest dudes on the planet. I mean, he's got, as far as baseball goes, he is. This guy's got more money. He can't even count it. He has to weigh it. There's so much of it. And, you know, what? he will stop at nothing to bring in the best players he can. The Carlos Correa deal fell through because of injuries. But without him, New York is still as good as anybody out there. Their pitching staff is the best in baseball from the rotation to the bullpen. Pete Alonzo is an MVP candidate. And Omar Narvaez is certainly an upgrade at catcher. Yeah, you'd like to see more pop in the lineup, but that could show up when we see Francisco Alvarez debut. And unfortunately for the Mets, the World Baseball Classic left a devastating blow on this pitching staff just before opening day. Edwin Diaz lost for the season. This New York reliever was the best closer in MLB, and there is simply no effective way to replicate what he does for this New York bullpen. Now, the effects of this might not show up every week, but it will be evident in a 162-game season, especially in October. So stay tuned. We'll see what happens in drama land for the Mets. And after that, you know what? The Philadelphia Phillies, they had a great showing last year, going to the World Series. But with Bryce Harper being down, I think that, that that's going to be kind of tough for this team to recuperate. The Miami Marlins, Washington Nationals, not nah, ain't going to be there for them this year. But it's going to be fun in the National League East. In the Central, Cardinals. Man, I'll tell you what. This is a very, very good team. Now, the Cardinals have reached the playoffs in four consecutive seasons. And their fans haven't had a losing season since 2007. Now, heading into this year, they boast an even better rotation than it had for the majority of last season. With two MVP candidates in the lineup and a well-rounded lineup around them. Combine that with the deep farm system, including potential breakout candidate Jordan Walker. And you have a team that can control the National League Central, at least for the next three years. The second team behind, uh, you know, the Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, this could be a huge, great winning team or it could be a bust. In my estimation, they're not headed in the right directions. Corbin Burns is ticked, to say the least. He doesn't see a contract extension on the future. Brandon Woodruff or Willie Adamas for for their play either. I don't think that they're going to see it. They've got marginal improvements made to the roster, but they look like a fringe playoff team on its final life before its biggest stars are going to shia and go somewhere else for greener pastures. As far as the Cubs go and the Pittsburgh Pirates the Cincinnati Reds, nah, no, they're not going to contend. This is going to be a season for the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, as far as the West goes, Wow, what a difference a year makes. The San Diego Padres are getting all the attention as far as the National League West. They are a perfect example of a mid-market team that can go far when the ownership is willing to spend it. Yeah. Hello, Oakland Ace. Uh, not only did you, Darvish, and Manny Machado receive contract extensions, but the organization also went out and added Xander Bogarts to the win-now core, I guess you could, you could call them. This is one of the best MLB teams in 2023, and it wouldn't be a surprise if there was a World Series parade in October in San Diego. Now, the Dodgers are certainly going to have something to say about that. They essentially use this offseason blow to reset their books, avoiding any big splashes with the future in mind. It means for the first time in years, the Dodgers may not be the team to beat in the West. And his probability to win the World Series might be at its lowest point in several years. That doesn't mean the Dodgers aren't going to be in the World Series. They certainly could. But a down season by the Dodgers' standards could be excused if it allows him to land Shohei Otani next season. How about that? I see Shohei in a Dodger uniform. Diamondbacks, Giants, and Colorado Rockies, nah, they're not going to have a chance. It's all going to be between San Diego and their brethren to the North. The Los Angeles Dodgers. That's how I look at it in the National League West. So kind of wrapping up this season, I look at two teams. I look at Milwaukee and I look at San Diego. Kind of on the same level as far as kind of what market they're in. But look at the the difference in how they approach. Milwaukee, they're not going to spend it. They got guys pissed off over there because they're not willing to put it out there and take a chance to win. San Diego, they're signing guys everywhere. They're locking them up to long term deals. And they are stepping in. They don't know. They're diving in head first with no questions asked. So I think what you got to look at in your life are you a Milwaukee or are you a San Diego? And if you're a San Diego, as I would be, you got to jump in with both feet and expect a huge, monstrous, positive outcome. That's the only way to look at it, and it's the only way to go for it. And that is my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram, and just hit the link. Everything's there, mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it.